I think the statistic is that 86% of people who see the name on a promotional product will remember that name. And so obviously they're out there and you want someone to remember your name, but to Bridget's point, like, yeah, sometimes it's a dollar value that, you know, they want to stick to like a lower price item, but we can make it cool with a cool design. So you could take a pen that everybody has, but maybe do the logo placement a little bit different, or yeah, it might be like a more affordable tea, but let's make it look specialty in a different way somehow. Mm -hmm. And I feel like just those little design details that we do set that company apart. Hey everyone, welcome back to another great episode of Out of the Hourglass. My name is Molly Nolan and I'm back as your episode host today for a really fun conversation with the ladies of Boxed Sourcing and Production, a woman-owned and operated company specializing in branded and promotional goods, aka cool company swag. I had a chance to sit down with co-founders Bridget Fuchsia, Megan Bezdikian, and Director of New Business Development, Joanna Kummer, to learn about the impact that company swag and branding can have on a business, and the story of how Boxed came to be. From totes and t-shirts to socks and pickleball paddles, this is about creating and designing company gear that is intentional, something you know your clients will want to use and becomes a walking billboard for your brand. The ladies at Boxed do it different. You know you're in good hands from the onset, and they definitely have fun with what they do. A special thanks to Bridget, Megan, and Joanna for giving us an inside look into the world of promo goods and sharing perspective on the hustle, trust in each other, and passion for creating that has been the foundation of their small business. Out of the Hourglass is a podcast channel dedicated to helping small business owners and contractors visualize their goals develop high-performing teams, and build sustainable growth. It's time to get out of the hourglass. All right, let us jump in. I am here with the ladies of Boxed Sourcing, Bridget, Megan, and Joanna. Guys, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Great. Thanks Good. for having us. I am so excited to have you. Uh, this is a, a conversation I've actually been wanting to do for a little while. I had reached out to Joe. Um, I call her Joe because we've worked together in a formal life, former life. And so um, Joe, Joanna, uh, I worked with Joe and I was like, there's just like a really cool opportunity here to continue the conversation and talk about company swag. But not only that, talk about you guys as a business, because you are a, a woman owned small business local to Philadelphia, and you represent so much of what we do here at Nolan Consulting Group, working with our clients. So it's a kind of a twofold um, conversation. Um so box sourcing is a really cool promo company and I, we've been working with you guys for I'd say almost two years now. Uh, we've done a variety of products. I mean, we've done Patagonia vests in the past. We've done, you know, Yetis, water bottles, beanies, puffer blankets, jackets. We've, we've done it. We've done a lot and we've received really great feedback on our stuff. You guys have just changed the game in terms of how I look at company swag. And so I think we need to spread the word on that. So let sure. us get, let <laughs> us get started. <laughs> um, Bridget and Megan, you know, you all, you began the business. Tell me about, you know, what your, your roles um, at Boxed, how you began and what inspired you to, to kind of shift away from your old, you know, your previous um, careers into the promo space. Okay. All right. So I'm Bridget. And um, both Megan and I do come from the fashion industry, but what had happened is uh, living in Philadelphia, we worked at a local company that ended up closing, and I'm only speaking from my point of view at this point. Sorry, I always bring Megan into the fashion world, but she'll tell you her story. So the company that I had been working for ended up closing its Philadelphia location, and I thought, oh, okay, I don't want to move back to New York at this point in my life. I want to stay in Philadelphia and see what is available. And then I thought, actually, um, what I have always liked about the industry has been the product-based part of it and mm -hmm. product development. And then I thought, hmm, I could still do projects with clients that I have met throughout the years and not have it such a fashion base, but a, um, and not a seasonal fashion mm -hmm. situation, more about just a project per, you know, company. So 
Then I started reaching out to a lot of my clients that are in the slash friends that are in the liquor industry and et cetera. And I thought, hmm, I could do this. So I started doing a small little, every now and then, a little project came my way. And I thought, I could potentially do this, turn this into business and have this cool vibe and it still be, it's promotional merchandise, but done with like a very quality-based, design-driven concept because we have these connections over the, you know, I'm in the industry for 20 plus years at this point. So there's a lot of local people we know, a lot of factories overseas that we've worked with. So I thought, yeah, it's time to step this up. But with that said, I'm more of a connector. I'm the operations person. I have zero design um, uh, Thank you. That's what I'm. <laughs> so I basically I I didn't go to school for graphic design or anything. Yeah. Like that. So I thought, hmm, how could I really continue this if I I I need that with me? And um, Megan will tell you more of her story, but I will say that um, life happened. We ended. I knew. I you can't see this, but I'm waving my finger around. I knew that one day I would work with Megan because we had such a great relationship at the company we did work with at work together. Mm-hmm. And, and anyway, um, we had lunch. Life was changing for both of us. Megan is a creative director, graphic designer by you know trade. So I thought, would you be interested in trying this as a small little um, side gig while we figure things out? And all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, how was I doing this without her? So then yeah. we had to turn it into a business. And um, that's where we are right now. <laughs> I love that. But it's, you, you needed, um, you needed to find a who, like who can help me right. bring this side of the business to like make it all happen um, and enter, enter Megan. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm Megan and I'm the creative side of things. So, um, and also co-founder. Um, Bridget and I used to work together, like my first job out of college. So I did um, work for a small clothing company here in Philly. Um, I went on to other fashion companies in the area that I won't name at the moment, but there are a lot of of them um, doing product development. (laughs) Yeah, we all work uh, product development and production. And um, yeah, I was at a point in my life where I was ready for a change. And Bridget came to me that um, day we had coffee. Um, fun fact, I don't drink coffee, I actually only drink tea, but um, we ate. So I had my tea. It's a real jam up, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It's a real situation. But um, but so Bridget came with this idea of a promotional product company, but, you know, doing it in a cooler way. And I really started thinking, I was like, oh, it seems like a lot of fun because being in product development, um, that's my favorite part of it. So getting to work on multiple projects at a time that are all so different seems like really fun and fast paced and just right up my alley. And it felt like we could make a difference because, you know, we all get like the branded swag, but I was like, wait a minute, we really could make this cooler, different, bring our fashion background into it and really set it apart. So we just kind of took the ground running from that meeting and it became, it would start off as like a small little business working out of coffee shops. And then all of a sudden it was really just working, no marketing behind it, just our hustle. And we saw it growing and growing to now the point yeah. where we are now. So it was really exciting. And one of the, just to piggyback off that, one of the things that we we didn't really jump into it intentionally knowing, but then all of a sudden we realized that ironically, the promotional world is is kind of male dominated. And totally. so we were like, hold up we're, we're realizing that everyone we're dealing with are all men. And I thought it's so funny because it's such a product driven company that why haven't more women tapped into this? And so that's what made it very easy to also with Megan and I saying, okay, this is fantastic. This is a whole new world. And we take this perspective from all of our years in fashion, being able to say, okay, it's not just quantity. It's not just quick turn. It's a lot of things that go into it. And working with big and small companies, we're able to say, leave it to us. We can make this happen for you. And it will look, you know, just this much better than it, you know, normally would because we're dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say also the process, like we, we found out pretty early on that our take on everything where like we would find the products for the client and present them to the client rather than them just searching like on our site, which you can do. We still have a site of thoughts of product, mm-hmm. products, but 
But we found that um, the response we were getting was like, wow, no one else is doing this. And we would have everything already mocked up with our clients' logos. And it was just really user-friendly on their end. Um, and it just kind of spread like word of mouth from there. Because they're like, wow, this really did save us time. And we're like, wait, we have something here. We're saving time. We're giving yeah. them a product. We're getting their name out there. And it mm -hmm. really just felt like it all clicked. Yeah. I mean, that, that alone for me, it felt like, and I know you guys have said this before, but it really rang true. You felt like an extension of our marketing department in the sense where I could speak to, and I worked with, with Joanna, um, as my contact, but I could speak to Joe and I could say, this is what we're thinking about. This is what we're looking for. And then she would put, you know, her creative brain power behind it and come back to me with a curated collection with our logos on things that all of a sudden I could like see it in reality, which, yeah. the, and, and it, it is a game changer from, I feel like I was so used to like getting a catalog put on my desk of like things to just like swipe pages through. And there's nothing exciting to me about that. Mm -hmm. There's nothing exciting to me about scrolling through, you know, pages and pages and pages of product that I don't really know if it's going to you know work for us or fit our style. So to have somebody who actually takes the time, listens to what we're, we're looking for, and then puts that collection together uh, is for me, it kind of it totally came together. Um, so Joe, talk to me about, you know, your story, your entrance to the company. Yeah. So I'm Joanna and I started with Box about like three years ago, I think. Yes. Um, which I feel like Molly, you kind of know half of it because you were living it with me. I was. Um, <laughs> um, so I think it was Megan and I had coffee yes. and tea. <laughs> she actually did have tea now, I remember. Um, so that's how they all started. Yeah, apparently. Um, I had reached out to her because we had, uh, the company I was working for at the time had done swag, some swag with them. Um, and I knew that she had started this own, her own business and I was considering possibly starting my own product line. So I had reached out to her to just like talk about, you know, her experience, get some suggestions. Um, and the night before we had coffee, I was looking over the website and noticed at the bottom, it said like, we're hiring or there was like some kind of like little vague mention of a job posting. So I was like, oh, let me like ask about that. And we kind of like brought it up at the end. And she was like, yeah, I mean, it's something that we're, you know, considering, like if you'd be interested. And I was like, okay, like, let me just see where this goes. And I think I came in to talk to Bridget um, and Megan, and we talked about like what the what they do. And I was like, this is actually something that I feel like rings true to what I'm looking for. I was missing some of the creativity from my um, old job. And I, and this married like everything I was looking for. It was a small business um, getting to be creative again and working with product and clients um, is, is just something that I really enjoy, like creating a vision. Like when somebody mm -hmm. comes to me, like you said, with ideas, like I love that part of the process where I can then go back and um, I'm a visual person. So putting logos on things and like, you know, adding different design elements, changing colors, like that part, that is the part that like really is exciting to me because it brings the whole project to life when you get the yeah. link and you kind of see, you're able to visualize and you see like, oh yeah, like I would have never thought about that, but now I can see how, you know, like great that product looks. Um, so Anyway, I kind of like sidetracked in there, but yes. Yeah, so then I, I started on with them um, and we've been growing and I, I, I handle most of the new business, um, trying to get new clients on any new projects that come in, um, usually in, involved in that somehow. Can I say one thing that to Joe joining our crew, which was amazing, but and still is, but what <laughs> I will say was. when I know it would now always. And, but what's funny is before I knew Joe and she was our client, I remember Megan was working with her and there were some, we had sent a proof for one of the items and the responses that came back were, you know, the logo needs to be an eighth of an inch smaller there. It, the color is, you know, four and a half seconds shades off. Like, and I was like, who is this person? <laughs> Normally we get approved or looks good, make smaller. And then it was funny because Megan said, oh, Joanna is in the industry as well. And she I gets like, it. She yep. gets it a little too much. Yep. If you ask yeah. me, and then, 
But then not too long after that, Megan said, I'm having coffee with Joe. And I was like, well, A, you don't drink coffee. Like what is happening? But then Joe came in and we were like, yeah, we have to make this work. Her attention attention to detail is, that is so, so great. And it's hard to find, I feel like in a person and just her, like when she puts a collection together, it's just, it's really cool to see um, all of her product offerings. And it's just, she was just such a seamless um, fit for our, our team. I love how that just happened without, like, there was an intention for that to happen when you, you know, sat down with Megan for coffee, but just kind of, that's how life played out. And it's scary probably, you know, Bridget and Megan, for you as co-founders, you two were, you had started this business and you knew you probably eventually needed to hire, but that's a scary leap to be bringing on an employee. And then since then you, your team has grown and you have more employees. So what was that time like for you all? Like, kind of embracing that risk a little bit that we know we have to grow. We know we have to hire, but this is, this is scary. Molly, you just nailed our biggest struggle (laughs) that week because (laughs) Megan and I are equally in our own way, control freaks. And so Mm -hmm. it's great for any small business to be, but for entrepreneurs to be, but um, to actually grow the business, we knew we need it. And we still do because things are still growing, but um, Knowing and meeting Joe was honestly, after a, a few weeks, first of all, she is the most quiet, calm human that I've ever her mere presence because I'm the opposite <laughs> is I'm like, oh, you are handling everything and you are just with such poise. I'm always mm-hmm. amazed. So I find that inspiring. But, yeah. um, but just realizing that Joe has been like the amount of comments our clients give us and the feedback and just seeing how um, she works with integrity and just complete, truly, I mean, Megan and I talk all the time, like we are so lucky to have someone that shares our vision and our work ethic and truly um, goes above and beyond, which, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a dream for anyone really. Yeah. Um, I know before we all start trying. <laughs> I know. But I, I do have to say it is it is scary. Every new hire yeah. or every oh. like change or anything, it's it's like, is this gonna work or whatever? I think we try to not overthink it. I think I think as I say, we're not trying to overthink. Um, yeah. but we, we really we just try to go with the flow. And with Joe, it was I had worked with her in the past. So luckily we had that working relationship. And I remember our mutual love for spreadsheets. So I was like, we are in this. <laughs> yes. Thank um, God she was that. very organized. And so, you know, it just kind of happened so organically, which took the fear away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think every time in a situation where we, our gut isn't feeling it, we're like, let's take a pause. Let's really think about this. But if it's feeling like it's just going, I know it's, that's not really a scientific, but it's kind of how we, it works. We've gone with our gut on those things. Yeah. And that was the right choice. There's something to say about hiring slow, like making sure, especially in a small business where culture is everything. I mean, you all share an office, you work so intimately together. One person who doesn't fit will stand out immediately. Um, So, you know, and, you know, Bridget, you said as well, like Joe shares the vision. In a small business, all the employees have to share the vision. They have to know what the vision is. They have to know where this company is going, what the values that you all have. Because again, they will stand out if- pretty immediately if, if that doesn't ring true to them. Um, and so, you know, how many people are are on your team now? We have, yeah, we have us and I know we have five and then we, we recently acquired a print shop. So we have, wow. Yeah. So we've, we've grown, which is very exciting. So we have three people over there. So eight total, three, three people in the print shop and Mm -hmm. five of us. Right. So there's, yeah. That's awesome. That's really exciting. So you all, I think, so you started from a, from a growing standpoint, it sounded like it started from just personal recommendations, word of mouth, people being really, you know, excited by your, your, just your different perspective to approaching promo and company swag. How have you networked and grown in the community in terms of growing your business and your WeBank certified, which I think is fantastic. Um, we work with several clients as well who are WeBank certified. I, you know, I wonder, does that, has that helped also grow your business from, you know, just a, a connection standpoint? Yeah. Well, I think I can take the first part and Bridget can speak to the WeBank, but awesome. um, as far as the growing, it was so grassroots. I kid you not that we said, well, first of all, we would work out of coffee shops, just anyone that had free Wi-Fi. Um, we literally so sat at Bridget's table and we 
in her living room and put mailers together, like physical mailers. Yeah. We looked up like every single business in Philly. I swear. I don't even know how many we sent out and we sent out these physical so funny. things yeah. just to like, you know, we were calling people, we were emailing people. I mean, it was so all hands on deck just to even get our first clients, mm-hmm. um, which looking back, like mm-hmm. maybe we just, we just really put in that work. It's not like it was just handed to us. We yeah. <laughs> little yeah. tails off. Um, but then from there, it was nice to see it organically grow. And, you know, we'd make one connection with one client and then they put you in touch with another, or, you know, we also became more passionate about what we do. So when we're out, we're, you know, gifting our own merch, we have fun little giveaways that we would give out. Um, you know, we definitely re- use like Facebook and different resources like that LinkedIn. Um, but for the most part, it was just like our, even Joe, when she first started was reaching out to companies, just putting her name out there as much as she could. Um, to get those clients to know about us. Maybe they wouldn't use us, but maybe six months down the road, they'll be like, oh, I remember that company that sent that weird thing. No one gets mail. Like they said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So- your biz dev strategy had to be really like on point for this. Yes. I mean, and there, it's probably interesting now for you guys to look back. Like it's wild what you did to get to where you are now. Like that hustle yeah. that you had to do at the very beginning. Um, it probably sounds exhausting to you all now. Like how did we do all of that? <laughs> Yes. I recently came across a picture of us sitting there, like with the um, cutting, you know, the, the paper, yeah. paper cutter, oh, like <laughs> so funny. And <laughs> and the production of, line of, you know, yeah, even the the big client gifts that, um, you know, if it, we had a rule that if they ordered, uh, I think it was like two hundred or less, we would literally put them together in our office here, and I would say, I feel like this shouldn't be done yeah. in in our own little situation here, but anything to get it done. And we, I feel like ironically though, still this many years into it, the hustle is still real. I think there's a lot of misgivings that the, the hustle goes away and Mm -hmm. sort of, you know, you have your clients, you go in, you work nine to five. That is not true and not the case. Um, we, the hustle is alive and probably will always be there. And you know, because we are all moms, we have very specific schedules where we're not nine to five. Like I know um, we're all online at some point. Like I, I'm the most alert and ready to do things at seven in the morning. And then I, you know, we're in here from like, some of us are on time at nine and some <laughs> are in a little after nine. And then, but that's the thing. There's no set, whatever works yeah. for you. And then we all usually head out between three and four because we are picking kids up, going to sports, all the things that you have to do. Yeah. We're looking at email again after dinner and, you know, stuff like that. So it's, it really is, I think the most rewarding part, even though that sounds exhausting as I'm saying this out loud, is that it's our business and it's our name we're putting out there. And everything we do comes from such a, um, I mean, like love sounds a little dramatic, but it does. It's pride. All right, let's go that yeah. way. But it is, we're all so proud of what we do that it me it makes the, everything seem that much more like, yes, I love doing this. This mm-hmm. does not feel like a burden. It feels like this is something we're putting out in the world and we're proud of it. And it's cool. The community that we've mm-hmm. been a part of, um, especially with the Philly food scene, um, women-owned restaurants. We've been a big part of that. Joe's had a, a lot of work with them and we're just starting. It feels like we're in this club of like female business owners in Philly of different shops, different spas, different, you know, restaurants, everything. And it's just such a cool club, quote unquote, Yeah, to be a part of. And that's helped us grow as well. And I guess that does lead us to the WeBank certification that Bridget was our, um, she spearheaded that and was our Yes, that's that. Yeah, well, yeah, that is a long process. process. I know. I know it's ex- it's an extensive application. <laughs> yeah, I I really thought it was just like follow this checklist and you are done. And I was like two and a half years later, I'm like we're all there, guys. But it really did take quite a lot of, and you know, there's a lot of people that need to be involved from you know your accountant getting do- like everything needs to come to fruition, and then there's certain segments of within WeBank that you have to meet with. And, you know, we interviewed Megan and I, like, there's a lot, but um, we, when we were finally certified, I will say, couldn't have been more proud to be part of this network because it just 
solidified what we were doing and how important it was to make it known that we are a women-owned business and we're in great company. Like really, it's impressive. So, and all the events that you can go to. Um, yeah. We, you know, it, COVID sort of slowed that whole scenario up, but we've been taking advantage of as many that we can get into now. There's, you know, definitely a lot of like coffees in the morning. Sorry, Megan. And um, sorry, I won't, I, I also like to never let anything go. I've for a while now, but we have done lots of, um, Joe and I have done a few um just like different uh, of the corporate yeah. seminars that a lot of the big companies are bringing in people uh, certified in these like WeBe WeBank I guess let's just talk about that one but mm -hmm. it's um because it's helpful for all entities to use a certified company like ourselves so um, yeah it's been awesome it's part of been part of your journey and I mean it it could, I feel like it's that continuing education component for you all and also to be able to connect you know your company with other corporations and just gives right. you an edge a little bit, a well-deserved edge. It does. And we've actually, we, we have been working with local hospitals here in, in the Philadelphia area, but one even started um, a diversified vendor program, a mentorship program that we're a part of. It's an 18 month program where um, I get to meet with like the head of um, you know, marketing and all that for the different hospitals and head of supply chain. And they mentor you and help you know, just kind of brainstorm how to grow our business. And it's just mm -hmm. such a cool thing as a small business in the area to get to be a part of. They only pick four in this whole wow. city and we got chosen, which is really cool. Um, and that was part of, you know, being a WeBank, um, you know, certified vendor. <laughs> well, um, I, I give you kudos for going through the application process and I hope that you continue to see, you know, benefits of that um, down the line. And also kudos to you all being working moms and doing, you know, full-time work, full-time um, momming, because I know it's not easy and it's really, really cool to see that you all just kind of um, support each other and kind of just recognize that uh, it can, you can do both at the same time. You just have to be flexible with your schedule a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah. And I think that's the important thing because I'd like to also say that, um, we're a small, but mighty team and mm -hmm. we are changing the way that we're looking at. I mean, the world has changed, right? There's no, you know, the world is always changing, but for, you know, when you think like, can I have it all? You know, I've, I've spoken to a few young women in college and just talking about like, well, how can you do it all? And the truth is, you know, depending on what, you know, year you were born and how you were raised and all those things. But the truth is, you know, you really can do it all. You just have to have your, you know, have the privilege to have the, um, the flexibility in your schedule and to realize like either you have a, uh, an employee, an employer that understands this because you can get the job done. Mm -hmm. You just need your own time schedule to make it work. You know, so there's, I right. I mean, I do feel like we're yeah. all, we all work. I mean, there are time sensitive projects, no doubt. And, right. um, you know, I'm lucky my son's older, so I get to, you know, I have a little bit more flexibility, but you know, it's all possible. You just have to be very organized. That's the one thing. Yeah. Organization's important. Yeah. I'd say like compared to my previous jobs in the fashion industry, I'm a, I probably work harder, but smarter now. Um, the mm -hmm. one thing about starting this company that I was not one thing, but one of the things that I was very excited about coming from a more devil wears Prada world um, yes. was working smarter, not hard, harder, I guess, or not longer, I guess, right. smarter, not longer. Um, mm -hmm. Because we would have these meetings that just, you know, it's just like to eat up time or, or who stayed later or just to say, well, I stayed till eight. Well, I stayed yeah. till eight 30. Well, I stayed till nine. Well, I was up working till 10. Like with that is, doesn't go here. We all just yeah. give it our all. We all trust that we're all doing our part. And it is just such a joy to work because when you have trust with the people you work with and you're having fun, like it can be a fun experience. Work can actually be fun. <laughs> so, you know, we work our, again, our tails off, but we do it in a yeah. way, more efficient. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say one thing. I feel like when we met and we were speaking about the job that was like really sold me on like, okay, I'm going to give this a shot was, I think you guys said like families first and then work is like second. And I was like, okay, I was yeah. like, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, 
that, that hits home for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's important. And it's so, you know, if you're, if that's what's important to you, you know, you need, it's those companies are out there. So it's being able to find what's the right fit for you and different times of life mean different types of things. So maybe at some point in your life, you know, you are in like that, that more um, strict routine schedule is more important, but as you get older, something, the balance has to change a little bit. We're always saying, work-life balance is about like chasing your primary aim. So where you are, your life and what you're going after, that's going to change um, in time. And so just recognizing where you're at, what you need at certain points, um, it's very important. Um, let's jump into the comp- like the, the, the company swag and branding component of all of this. Um, what impact do you all see that branding and, you know, promotional goods can have on the success of a company's, um, you know, marketing or, or overall success of being known and recognized? And I'll let whoever wants to take this. Um, okay. I will just start off by saying that it's, you know, it's a tough world out there and competitive. So the idea that companies want their name on items that, you know, will then further their business. You want that item to not be uh, poor quality. You know, you want that item to stand out. And you, most importantly, for us collectively, we like the idea that, we love the idea that whatever we're making and putting out there isn't going into a landfill, you know, in a week. Like we want to make sure that people are holding on to their products and, you know, there are times where large companies, I will say the bigger corporations, you know, there's a, there's always a dollar component to this. So sometimes, you know, we're going to have to hit a certain price point and it's, it's not going to be something that, you know, if it's a a big quantity, we get it, you know, there's, Mm -hmm. there's something for every type of event, but for the most part, it is really nice to be able to say um, the, you know, the idea that it's something, it's not just stuff we all give away. Like it's all, or stuff we all get, right? Is that why? So yeah. we want something that, yeah, it's, it's you know, we'll always talk about Yeti. I mean, it's a really quality product and it really sits on a desk nicely. And when someone sees your company on a quality item, such as a Yeti, you're like, oh, okay, this, this feels good. We know no one's tossing it. We know that it will be in your home or your office for years to come that that's good, you know? So, and, and it's a positive part of, you know, the name branding. All right, I'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I was, and I was going to say, you know, I think the statistic is that 86% of people who see the name on a promotional product will remember that name. And so obviously they're out there and you want someone to remember your name, but to Bridget's point, like, yeah, sometimes it's a dollar value that, you know, they want to stick to like a lower price item, but we can make it cool with a cool design. So you could take a pen that everybody has, but maybe do the logo placement a little bit different, or yeah, it might be like a more affordable tea, but let's make it look specialty in a different way somehow. Mm -hmm. And I feel like just those little design details that we do set that company apart because someone's looking and it draws their attention, or we put a fun slogan or saying slogan or not slow go. Well, I literally know where I was like, slow go and We heard that, that. Yeah, this is, we heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, logos. Um, put a fun slogan on an item, uh, you know, and it really draws their attention. So it's, you know, we, we always say a tote bag's a walking billboard. Yes. And, you know, someone's walking down the street, literally free advertising, you know, you, mm-hmm. a bunch of people see it at the grocery store. And it's, so it really does have an impact on, advertising and marketing of a small and big company. Yeah. I was just going to say the other day I had my tote, um, my hairdresser, I bought one from her and I was using that and somebody in the coffee shop just like yelled out to me and they're like, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I was like, oh yeah, she cuts the hair. Like she was looking at the bag and then saw the fanny pack and like, she, it's just like a, it's a walking extension of your brand. Yeah, totally. And that, I mean, community is created in that moment because now you've just connected with somebody who also utilizes that brand. Um, I I think, you know, going back to, you know, the Yeti, we, we, we call that out as a brand because it's, it's so well known. And I think more and more companies are using that brand, um, for promotional items because it's, it's something that we want to use. And I think that's the, the big thing, um, in trying to find, you know, company swag and doing promo goods, what is something that we can give out that has our name on it that's going to stick around that people want to use? They're not going to, 
like throw it in the trash. They're not going to stick it in their, um, in their closet and it's never going to see the light of day. So it's, and, and I feel like we, are you seeing companies leaning more towards picking quality items and like maybe spending, maybe not giving out as much, but by kind of changing, all right, we're going to buy this amount. We're selecting this group of clients. We're going to give it to is that, is, is that a shift that you guys are all seeing? Yeah, I think so. I was just going to say, like, I feel like I've been receiving that a lot from our clients lately. Like we're really looking to like get nice quality items this year. Um, and I feel like when they like over quantity, like you said, because otherwise if you're just spending a little bit, but it's something that, you know, is just like a throwaway, a toss out, you're just wasting your money anyway. So why Mm -hmm. not like shrink down the, the amount that you're giving out, but offer a more like a higher quality item that you know is going to stick around because then it it just like is a a win-win all around yeah I see that and then I also see um you know just like I said with the the placement of something so making it look a little more subtle and not so like maybe you'll do a candle but instead of it's like just being like the client's logo like maybe you place it a little um in a more discreet location we've been doing that so when you are doing a higher priced item they'll actually use it more because it's like not so all over it um yeah I want to say too um just unique gifts like we have a whole um slack channel over here and we we love products so much and we're all posting like the coolest new finds and everything and I think um, that's important to people to feel like it's something that not everybody's giving out, mm-hmm. albeit a lot of people do the Yetis, but a lot of the customers want to feel like it's something new um, and they are willing to spend a little more if it's a little bit more special um, and maybe just reduce the units. And one other thing to add to that, because a lot of times um, just piggybacking again off the Yeti, something that's important to us is we have really great uh, partnerships with our factories. And we, you know, being uh, the nature of our business there, it's a network of thousands of vendors. And through that network, we have tried and true factories that we know we can count on that we know have a quality product. So part of the, the great part of working with us is that you might find something on our website that you love, and then we'll see it and be like, okay, that might not be the factory we'd want to work with, but we will suggest this for you. And to that, if you know you can't spend 30 to 40 some dollars on a Yeti, we definitely know the best factory to work with that can give you the like $12 tumbler instead. You know, there's there's a lot of um, trust and a lot of honoring both ends of the the relationship that we do. And that's what we bring to the table as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just also going to add to that, um, like some of our factories, I feel like what you don't, when you just look on the website and you're just shopping through products on your own, you don't realize what some of the items can be because we have some factories that can like do fully custom items where the picture you might see might be like this one color item, but really this is like a custom color, um, custom design, full bleed, like we can do a, a full graphic on it. So there are things that that's, you know, part of like what we do is we can take that spin on it and, you know, uh, pitch these ideas to you of products that can be totally custom to your brand um, and your colors and your color scheme. And that makes you feel, feel really special, right? Yeah. Way that you don't have to spend a million dollars. It's just the design of it makes it feel so custom that they're like, man, I'm like, they get excited when they see the product and Mm -hmm. it's exciting to see it out in the world. Yeah. It just feels so special. Yeah. There's intention behind it. Mm-hmm. I love, I'm sorry, what I was going to say is one of the things that's so exciting is um, driving around Philadelphia and seeing all of the local businesses we work with or seeing something we've done. I'm definitely like, oh, she's our client or we made that. That's awesome. I love it. And it's just, it's just so, it's exciting. It feels, I, I feel like that's my favorite part because I'm like, it's working. It's all yeah. working. You see it. It's like tangible. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We're doing a school shop for my um, daughter's elementary school right now. So I'm excited. Like once we actually ship out all the product to like see everybody wearing it around town. Yeah. Cause it's your, it's your work out in the wild in a yeah. sense. Yeah. That's what, oh, I think I mean, we have a Slack channel that says, oh, I love that. That's so yeah. fun. Yeah. I think that being from 
all of us in the product background, seeing it all come to fruition and seeing the final design yeah. out there is just so, yeah. so fun. When our clients post photos or they'll oh share photos with us of That's like the final product or like at their event, um, it's always so fun to see. Yeah. yeah. Do you all, I'm going to actually each ask one of you, um, what are your, what's your most favorite promo product that you have designed? And maybe Joe, I'll start with you. Oh, shoot. <laughs> or maybe, maybe you haven't designed, but maybe the, what's your favorite promo product that's out there that you, that is an option for clients to take advantage of? Oh, that's a tough one. I wasn't thinking specifically of product, but there was one I had, you know, kind of thought a little bit about, you know, what was, you said, like, what was the coolest project or thing, like something like that. So we did for local hotel, we did these like custom ping pong paddles um, with their logo on both sides and custom ping pong balls um, for one of their hotels because they had like a whole game room set up. So, cool. Um, that was something really different that I had done before. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I did see you guys, um, because you sent me a curated collection of holiday items, because I asked, I was like, we know we're getting to holiday. We want to start looking for things for our team. On there, there was pickleball uh, paddles, which I was like, they are so trendy because pickleball is like becoming such a known sport. Um, and several of our, of like my colleagues play pickleball and I was like, so that could be an interesting gift idea, but oh, like that's a- pickleball is taking over. Yes. I love it so much. <laughs> do I you play, it. do you play? I do. Yeah. I'm not I'm great. I mean, I'm not bad, but I'm yeah. not, but yes, it's pretty awesome. But that is a perfect example of just like, what is something that people are talking about now that you wouldn't necessarily think, oh, we could put our, our logo on that. It's a great example. Yeah. All right, yeah. Bridget, how about you? What's a favorite product for you? I mean, it, it, it's no secret. I will say all day long, a tote bag. I am literally, no matter what, I'm like, tote bags work. And it, there are so many to choose from that mm -hmm. that's always my first. Um, but lately, we've been really into uh, one of our favorite companies. Um, they always do the coolest kind of standout new new uh, holiday alert items coming through. Um candles these candles are gorgeous oh, no. <laughs> no I'm just kidding um okay. you can still say it no, it's okay. but the, <laughs> the candles are there I've been definitely recommending those as well and um for holiday items you know we have a few companies that do like giving books or motivational decks of cards those are I'm sort of into this whole the gift box thing is is definitely um I push that for the holidays. I just, I, I'm really into that right now, but t-shirts and tote bags all day long, okay. pretty much shirts might be the reason I'm even interested. I was interested in a promotional company because I have every t-shirt I have ever been given. It's kind of a mess. You should see my closet. <laughs> I have wall to wall concerts that even my father attended. I still have those t-shirts. So wow. I'm a, I'm a fan. Yes. I'm impressed. You, I hope you, do you have like a really good organizational system for these t-shirts? Yeah. I also worked for years in retail. So my folding skills are pretty. Oh yeah. I need you to come to my closet and, <laughs> and do a revamp. Actually come to, to me. We have yeah. a, a branded, it's like a t-shirt folding thing. It's really cool. So you put your t-shirt in it, you fold both sides, you open it up and it's a perfectly folded oh. shirt. It is amazing. That yeah. is very cool. I could yes. use that. I would like to say for the record that I freestyle, but still. <laughs> but so you want the consistency of a yeah. Hurry Some of us just won't are never gonna get the perfect fold down. It's kind of like folding your fitted sheet. I will never. Oh, ever. oh yeah. yeah, that's a whole. I, I watch, watch your videos. videos. <laughs> I, know, I don't get it. I think I'm still. I don't forget it. I'm just gonna. Yeah. All right, Megan. I know candles were like your number one, but do you have a? A second place? Well, um, well, first I did want to say my favorite. So I know Joe said at the local hotel, I did want to say my favorite one that I've worked on. We did um, for Super Pretzel at the Super Bowl. They had a little food truck and we got to do a lot of fun goodies and varsity jackets. And oh, cool. Super, super Pretzel. So that was a lot of fun. Um, as far as my favorite gifts right now, um, I tend to go for the work from home thing because a lot of people still do that. But one thing that's cool, it's like this work from home desk. It can have your logo on it engraved. It's wooden, has your laptop. You can have this little thing for your pen. And then underneath it's like that padded thing. So if you're working at home, it's like a laptop nice. table. Yeah. Like a, one oh. of those. Um, those or 
The other one is just a picnic blanket. It sounds silly, but I use mine. I have kids. I'm at sporting events all the time. So a branded picnic blanket that can fold up in one of those cute leather things or just a Velcro. We have tons of really fun patterns and literally everyone will see it at the game. (laughs) So if you got your logo on those, yeah, your money's worth. We did a a cool, um, puff, like puff blanket roll, almost like a sleeping bag material. Um, I think we did that as a gift last, the last holiday, Joe, for my team. It was within the the last year. Yeah. 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 It has the mountain on it. Um, and we we shipped it out to our team and we use it at the beach. Uh, I mean, we've used it in many different occasions and it's just like, it's a great, it's fun. It's colorful. It stands out. People are like, it catches people's attention, people's attention. Um, my favorite product that you all have done for us, I think, well, outside of, we love, we all love our Patagonia vest. That was, you know, a couple from a couple of years ago, but it's the socks. I know. I, was, I, was, that. I pointed earlier. I was like, the yeah. socks. They're our so socks. Cool. That's my other like go-to <laughs> favorite item. Yeah. Yeah. And what I loved about doing the socks with you all is we, I just said, Joe, we want to do, you actually came to me and said, let's try socks. And we were like, okay, like, let's, let's give it a go. And then you came to us with a, with a couple different designs. And I was like, how cool is this? I'm being presented with like four different designs that we could potentially choose from. Um, and then we handed them out at, at our last Grand Summit Conference um, in August of 2021. And to this day, I get pictures of clients who will like, you know, send me, I'm wearing my socks today. Um, so we will be doing socks going forward. Like it's going to be our new thing. Like every big conference that we have, there's going to be a new sock design Ooh. that goes with it. Um, so I'll be in touch because we need yes. new socks, but they're fun. They're different. It catches people's attention. So um, socks are here to stay, Yay. I think for, for sure. <laughs> Um, guys, what does the future hold for boxed sourcing? You know, where do you see your, this company in the next, you know, three to five years? We would like to um, grow the team a bit and definitely, um, I mean, it's a lot, it's just bigger and, you know, as we grow and learn, same, same as we're doing, but just, you know, more of it. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like, yeah, we'd like to, this is such a great question. It's a good moment to actually just realize like maybe it's time to do like an annual planning or like a three-year vision planning where you guys all get in a room and just like start dreaming and then where does dream meet like reality and go from there. Yeah, I think we are in this phase of of growth, which is awesome. And we know that things are changing. We know that we're growing, we're getting bigger. We know we're going to grow our team. Um, We're just figuring out how to do that. And we're excited about all the possibilities. Um, you know, we've acquired the print shop, which is a really exciting thing. So now we print in-house, which is something cool. that's been a goal of ours. So that we just went over that hurdle. Yeah, um, this is pretty amazing. And and that's um sorry, one thing to that. Um, the that's definitely something that we've been talking about. Just we we wanted to have that because that's another thing that you know rarely. <laughs> not a lot of women own screen printing shops. So this, this was like the next phase of, you know, doing all of our in-house printing. Um, but we really, that's, that's definitely a challenge, just figuring out how to maintain the business that has already been built into this print shop. And, you know, because now we're working the angle of like, we have our business that we, that we are known for. And we also have this other business that we're bringing in as just the print shop and just trying to figure out the best way to handle two different divisions, essentially. Yeah. And I think a stretch goal of that was eventually to have our own line of stuff. So we work with mm-hmm. other factories all the time, you know, and mm-hmm. other vendors, because we're technically a distributor, but we want to curate our own products as well that we can print here and say like, these are the ones that we have in-house, like really cool, fun stuff. Um, so that I think that's a more of a five-year plan, but that would be really fun if we mm-hmm. could have our own um, collection in-house that went, that clients can pick from. Yeah. Definitely. I love it. The future is the future is the boxed shop. I like it. Yes. <laughs> the future is, is uh, optimistic for you guys. Yes, you. feeling it. Yes, thank you very much. So, um, if listeners wanted to get in touch uh, with you all and start thinking about their own designs, what's the best way to do so? I would say the info at box sourcing emails the best way. Yeah, info at box sourcing or b o x e d sourcing.com or go to our website 
boxedsourcing.com. You can also follow us at Boxed Sourcing on Instagram or Facebook and LinkedIn. Yes. I love your Instagram. It's fun. You guys do a, a really good job with that. Actually, who does your marketing? Is it or who? Well done, Megan. It's really, really fun. You do a, you do a great job with it. Oh, um, and my final question, because I meant to ask this earlier, what is something that you wish outsiders knew about your industry? Hmm. That we don't, that not every product is in this office. Sometimes we'll get someone who's like, can you just run over and print 82 months, yeah. you know, by this afternoon? I'm like, well, yeah. We have to like a lot of the stuff is held at different facilities. Yeah. Um, that'd yes. be mine. I don't know. And that every single client is important yes. and we love everyone. But the truth is there is a time frame that we have to follow. <laughs> there is a queue of people that have work coming in at fat, you know, with the print shop, all of it. Plan so plan we ahead. Have plan ahead. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not like I need something by tomorrow. Can you uh can you grab it for me? Because there there's there's time and you know curated thought put into all you know all of what you do. So um we have to respect that. Thank you. Actually, that's a really interesting point because what happens every now and then we do have a few clients. Um sometimes it's just new, a new person, which is great. And especially if they're new and they want something in four days, we do our best to make it happen. But then all of a sudden we do question wait, that then the quality suffers and right. the, you know, then things get missed. And there's sometimes a miscommunication and, you know, where are we delivering and all the things that can go wrong when there isn't enough time to put to a project. So yes, yeah. yes, folks, we need yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Plan ahead. I was just going to say that it like something I wish they knew, which kind of like piggybacks on this is that the industry, like the products can be fun and creative. We just need the time to be able to dedicate and like work through the process. So the more time you can give us, the more creative project or products we can um, think up and, and, and offer back. Yes. Um, so yeah, it doesn't have to be like boring, all same old, same old. We can be creative. We just need the time frame. Yeah, that's true. Also that it doesn't just, I mean, we love just the logo products, but that mm -hmm. we can get more fun with it. It can be more than a logo. That's a really good, I think, way to end. Um, it's good to, to think creatively. Well, ladies, thank you so, so much. This was really fun. And I know I personally have way more respect for just your industry than um, in the past than I used to, starting, starting when I um, began working with Joanna just in this space and working on our own projects. Um, so I'm happy to be able to share it with, with others. And gosh, keep on growing, guys. It's really fun to see. Yay, thank, thank you so much, Molly. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode. Out of the Hourglass is recorded and produced by the team at Nolan Consulting Group, a nationwide business coaching and consulting firm with coaches located throughout the country. Have a question, comment, or idea for future episodes? We'd love to hear from you. Visit our website, www.nolancg.com.